Hey guys, welcome back to FPL Juice, your place to come for the latest squeeze of all the juicy bits from your favourite game and ours, the Fantasy Premier League. I say ours, but I'm alone tonight. My my good man Ash is not with us. Now, I had prepared, as always, a little intro for Ash, and it was going to be, some say that only two things on Earth are visible from outer space. One is the Great Wall of China, and the other is Ash's forehead. But he's not here to enjoy that little uh, that little roast. So sadly, I'm going to be on my own. But in top exciting news, we are actually simulcasting also on Twitter Spaces. So we had a little uh, chat beforehand. Thanks to all the guys who joined in with that. Can see a few familiar faces in there, as well as uh, a couple of new new guys that I haven't uh, had the pleasure of chatting with before. So we were just having a a good little chat about the start of the season, how everyone's teams are doing. So that's been been awesome. So. What we are going to do is continue with all the usual fun that we love to dive in with. So we have got our ocean-themed punditry. Uh, Here's Ash, look. I miss you, Nicholas. Mate, I miss you too. Get well soon. Um, Unfortunately, Ash had to go to the hospital earlier. Um, He trapped his genitals in his letterbox, which was pretty uh, horrific. And again, we just want to offer our apologies to the postman. Um, It was a misunderstanding, and please... The Royal Mail, please do not sue us. That was a, a complete uh, innocent mistake by Ash. So yeah, but the whole new, a whole new, uh, new term for the word first class, right? So anyway, that was one special delivery that uh, that no one wanted. Anyway, we're going to be doing the ocean theme punditry. We are then going to be diving in, looking at game week five as well as what we've got planned for game week six. So there was a lot of talking points have come from that. Then we got our agent every week. You know, he gives us a great differential. Uh, he's been smashing it recently. He's, uh, he's he shouted out Saar. He went with Mane. Every time he picks someone, they, they come good. So we'll look forward to seeing who he's gone for later. Then we are going to have a chat with the king of beef, the Burger King. It is, of course, FPL Plonker. We're going to be having a, a chat with him, little catch up seeing what's been going on in his life i know he's been through some traumatic times recently uh so we'll dive into that and also see how his season's been going then we'll be looking at all of the ins and outs uh looking at the five most transfer players in and out and seeing whether they're people we should be jumping on or off of as well as giving away that beer glass thanks for everyone who entered on twitter and also having a look at the juice league see how everyone's catching up but first of all ash how are you oh you're not here. So what I can say is one man has joined us and he's doing me a favour really. He's joined a little bit early. Um, and oh, James isn't quite ready yet. So we are going to be joined. I'm going to um, get Plonker on uh, on a little bit earlier to have a chat. So anyway, guys, as you know, every week we do punditry. So you will have seen um, on Twitter that we shouted out, we wanted your best ocean themed footballers so for example my one that i went for this week is the you know the giant shark it's the megalodon hutchinson so that was my little entry but you guys as always whoever comes up with the best footballer ocean themed pun will have the show named after them so every week we pick a winner for those of you who are new to the show Every week we pick a winner and that one ends up, uh, yeah, being a start. And because we are live, of course, you can still jump on and 
fill it in on Twitter. So add your puns. You'll find a tweet there with that sort of ocean theme in the background, that picture. Just add your, your ocean theme puns there and we will pick a winner at the end of the show. So without further ado, let's have a little look how myself and Ash, I saw uh, Savage there saying it's not the same with Ash. Mate, it's not. I'm so lonely. I feel, I feel, I've only got James for company. Savage, how can you say I don't sound happy or enthusiastic? Listen, have you ever tried sitting in your room, sitting on in, in a room on your own and sounding happy? That's, that's the sort of thing that mental people do. So I am happy, I can assure you, but I'm just not grinning to myself like a lunatic. Anyway, let's have a look at those game week five teams. Now, I'm quite glad that Ash isn't here because this is the first week since the start of the season that he's actually beaten me. So I'm quite buzzing he's not here to uh, to rub it in. Although I'm sure in the comments he'll be giving me some stick. So it was basically just down to Ronaldo. So here we go. This is my team. Uh, yeah, we'll be coming on to Bamford in a bit, uh, Roberto. I saw some saw some stuff earlier on that that kind of makes me not worry too much. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's have a look. So I guess the big kind of downside to my week was Reese James and. Trent Alexander-Arnold, neither of them starting. So that's my two most expensive uh, defenders, the ones that are most likely to get my attacking returns, really. Both benched. Um, on the plus side, I suppose, I had Livermento to come in. Um, for those of you who can't see the team, it's Sanchez in goal. And then I've got Cresswell, Marcel and Livermento at the back this week. So, yeah, look, uh, Cresswell against Man United was not ever expecting too much. Really disappointed with Wolves' defence, though. I think a lot of people jumped on them this week and they let us down. So some people I've saw even doubled up on the Wolves' defence. So whether that becomes something, I think that doesn't look quite solid enough yet to uh, to gamble on. But I'm glad I only went for Marcel because he was the cheapest of the lot, whereas some people have invested quite a bit more in that Wolves' defence. Um, in midfield, so... Rafinha did a did a great job for me on Friday night. Looked really lively and, and performed well. Salah is, I mean, he's carrying that team as you can see there with the captaincy. Twenty four points for him, so it was a really, um, you know, Salah esque performance. Just still racking up the points. Then a little bit disappointing was back, obviously Gallagher, but again, a really tricky fixture against Man City. Not expected too much there. Greenwood. Are his day's numbers, guys? I don't know. It does kind of feel like Ronaldo's taken the output that he may have got in the past. So I think Greenwood, we were having a chat on our spaces before we came on um, live on the podcast. I do think that Greenwood is potentially someone we might need to get away from in the next couple of weeks, especially as their fixtures turn a little bit. Um Damari Gray, listen, he can't do it every week. He had a he had a great chance, put it just wide, so it could have easily been another story. But Villa, what a, what a absolute shock that was to see them win three nil. Um, you know, very very surprising. But they looked like they thoroughly deserved it. And and Liam um, Leon Bailey, sorry, looking bang on form as well. So other options cropping up as we as we each week goes by. Um, Bamford up front again, kind of got you know an assist that was fairly just a simple pass before Rafinha did what he did. But um, I certainly, you know, there is question marks about him. I see obviously uh, Roberto's put there, are the Bamford rumours concrete? I saw a thing today where Bamford's actually been at a, it was like some kid's bike show or something like that. And he had his ankle strapped up, but apparently someone there asked him if he was going to be fit for the weekend. And he said he was. So I think, you know, he's 7.9. He's still relatively well-priced. We've got DCL still out. Uh, Ings, hey, FPL Trophy, how you doing, mate? 
we've got Ings that uh, that has taken a little price drop as well. So you could do a sideways move from Bamford to Ings now, but um, the fixtures are good for Leeds. Um, you know they haven't looked incredible, but you know it's 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 okay. I think it's worth sticking another week or so at least. Um, and Lukaku, listen, Chelsea, fantastic performance again. Uh, obviously, we're mostly kind of focused on their defence and potentially Lukaku, and that's about it. But he didn't get any returns, but it's not, it's not a problem, you know. It's just one of the games. And Foster, now I've got my non-playing keeper, might suddenly become a playing keeper, and perhaps we'll chat to uh, Roberto later in the show, our Watford juicer, and see if he can shed on in, any light on that and if it's going to continue. Um, not too much to say about next week's team. So in terms of what I'm looking at, is pretty much uh, <laughs> Stian Bosdell that listening to you both the space and YouTube sounds like you have an evil twin mate. I do, I do. He's called Ash and he's not here this week, so um, he's an older twin. Let's go for him. Com- James is going to pop some comments up in here. FPL trophy 53 point. He got 52. Oof. Roberto on 350k. You'll take that. Fair enough. 8k Penguin. Awesome start, mate. Well done. That's to be applauded. One of the guys we were chatting to just before we came on here, I think it's um, FPL Dad. He's he's top one thousand at the minute, so doing awesome, awesome job. Um, and one of our juices is on the juice bar tonight after this podcast. He's in the top one thousand as well, I think. So we'll have a we'll have a good. Can chat we also uh, just put an apology out to the Twitter Spaces crew? We bit muddied the audio at the moment. We'll work it out. All oh, right, you're going to work on that audio. Well, if it's a bit funny on Spaces, feel free to um, to jump on uh, on on the YouTube stream. Obviously, all your comment, anything you would say on Spaces, you can just type in the comments, and we'd love to, funnily to enough, hear from you. They sound great on Spaces when they call in. Yeah, I can hear them perfect. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll see. There's we'll... someone on Spaces. Do you want to try them on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get them jump on. Absolutely. Let's see what we can do here. We've got the uh, the FPL Juice phone now, which we can do so. Is that James, is it? Yep. You'll never walk alone. Let's find out. Hey, bud, can you hear me all right? Mm. James can hear you? I can't hear you. He's muted. Did you mute everyone, James? <clears throat> oh, well. If anyone else wants to jump on on Twitter... We'll try. Let us know. We'll try. Um... Right, perfect. So let's have a look at that uh, game week six team, James. So to be honest with you, I've kind of just rolled it over. I was saying on the spaces before we started, my my kind of not long-term plan, but my plan is potentially to upgrade Marcel to a Chelsea defender, either Alonso or Rudiger. And I'm going to probably do Greenwood to Saar. So I can probably do both those moves next week. I think just... To be honest, with with the team that I've got lining up at the minute, they've got not the hardest fixtures in the world. Um, so let's see how we let's see how we do. I think I can roll it another week and and see where we go from there. I've got a bit of a benching dilemma potentially as well at the moment, so that would be the other thing to keep an eye on. Ray Koreshi, hey mate, how you doing? Three whiskeys there for you, standard. Right, let's have a look at Ash's team, James. So he did slightly better than me. 65 points now my defense had a blinding game week four his game week five defense has, has, has done the same job for him so obviously we got Raya uh, Liveramento Cancelo and Duffy I think Cancelo could be a great shout um, 
<laughs> oh, we got our dislike, our standard dislike every week. Um, at least we know it's not Ash. And we also have the midfield, so very similar. He's stuck with Bruno. I don't know if that's something. We'll have a look at his team in the, for next week uh, in the slide. But Bruno, a lot of people have jumped off. He's now dropped to 11.9, which is really interesting. There was a lot of talk today. I know um, some of the kind of more official accounts that, that, that liaise with official FPL have given their opinions. And pretty much all of them are saying just to cut ties and, and be done with him. He's not an asset anymore now that Ronaldo's there. Whether that's true, I saw some people advocating that Saar and uh, Damari Gray were going to score more points than Bruno. I don't think that's true, but listen, potentially I can see why he would, um, you know, certainly not be worth the 12 or 11.9 what he is now. Um, Rafinha doing the job as well. Jota continues to flatter to deceive, just has not managed to score the points that people thought he would who brought him in. Uh, ben Rama. Listen, that was that was not that was not a Ben Rama goal. I think we all know that, and we have to we have to hold our hands up. If you add him, you'll take it. I absolutely understand, but that was going wide. Um, and finally, Dennis did the job for Ash as well. After after burning a hole in his bench, he's got Dennis scoring points there, and then Ronaldo captaincy paid off for him as well. And Lukaku kept quiet. So yeah, Tanganga, James, and Gallagher on the bench. So all you know, potentially if they can get minutes, all good players. Right. Um, Flick on to Ashes Game Week 6. And then we are joined by FPL Plonka as well, I think. Mate, can you hear me all right? Hello. Yes, Plonka, how are we doing? Can you see me? I can see you, yeah. Oh, nice one, buddy. Plonka's smashing it with the mic. He's going to do some karaoke. Oh, is that loud, is it? No, no I just perfect. like the I like the mic. I like the way you were uh, oh, right. I was going to say, I don't know about the sound, but... <laughs> no, it's all, all good, good, bud. All good. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm a well mate, yeah. I was a bit worried I was going to make it a bit late tonight. Oh, don't worry. It was a nightmare, but... Well, at least no, you turned up. At least you turned up, unlike my co-host, eh? <laughs> you got a new host now, mate. New exactly. Co-host. Plonker, Juice and Plonker together for the very first That's time. That's it, mate. Well, third time. <laughs> exactly. The collab. People have been dying out for this sort of... Crying out for this sort of content, <laughs> mate. This is, what, this is what it's all about. Um, right, game week six. Six, Ash, if you just pop uh, Ashes up just to see if he's made any changes and then we'll have a look at, um, I think we've got your team. Um, we have. Uh, yeah, 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 perfect. Right, so Ashes game week, so has he made any changes? No. So we'll skip past that. We'll go straight to Aaron's team. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Ash can't be bothered to turn up, mate, then we're not going to talk about his crappy team. Right, here we go. Did better than both me and Ash. Well done, well done. Um, give us a little talk through it then, Aaron. What's um, are, are these players? I can see. Well, I'll, I'll ask you some questions about this team. So, where first of all, where are you sitting at the minute? Uh, I'm eleven point eight k at the minute. Wow. Okay. So you're having a real good start to the season. Awesome yeah, stuff. Awesome stuff. Flying, mate. <laughs> mm. Flying without wings with that microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got um obviously sanchez in goal so fairly standard for for most of uh of twitter livermento the same i can see obviously you've got similar to me you had james and trent both didn't play that killed me this week yeah but you got the double yeah. wolves was that was that is that a new thing have you just brought them both in for the start of the run this week yeah, so I, I play my wild card. Ah, did you? Okay, game, mate. So that's a wild card team. That is nice. And I'll be honest, I was 
close to getting triple wolves. <laughs> oh, who are you going to have as a third? A, I was waiting for a second Duffy rise, when I would have got an extra point one to upgrade Sanchez to Saar. Oof. But he didn't rise, so... <laughs> I mean, Luckily. I'm glad he didn't do that in the end. Mate, this is the thing with the wolves, and I... Uh, I think we all kind of got lulled into it a little bit because I had to be fair before uh, when I was on wildcard last hello, week. Hello, 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 oh, hello. Who's that, James? It's James on Spaces. <laughs> James on Spaces. Oh, right. <laughs> so, um, was he singing Adele? Just hey, a... Hi, James. <laughs> Can't hear him. Can't hear him, James. Whatever you, whatever you're doing or producer James is doing, I'm not sure. But yeah, the, the thing with Wolves, um, Plonka, what I was going to say, is that I think we kind of, we all knew that they weren't showing much signs of getting the clean sheets. And then we all got fooled by that kind of Watford result where they, you know, clept a clean sheet and everyone was like, oh, right, okay, well, they've only got Brentford next. And then after that, they've got, you know, Southampton, Newcastle, Villa ain't been scoring too many goals. So it was like a, a good little run. But... Now I'm thinking like we might have all got a bit too excited off the basis of one game against Watford. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. I, I'm I'm still I'm still backing my Wolves boys. I think um, I think they lost the first three games one nil. All of them. I think it was Leicester, Tottenham, Spurs. I think uh, Leicester, Tottenham, United. Yeah, right. all one nil. You're right. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I, I think the like underlying numbers for defensive stats were okay. I think their attacking stats was okay as well. But mm. I didn't fall into that trap. No, uh, I, I don't know. I still think the defense is still going to be okay. We didn't buy them just for Brentford. They've got another ten games, what are reasonable. So yeah, no, think, good point. Good point. Yeah, if Southampton, you know, if they get two or three, then uh, it might be time to jump <laughs> shit. But I'm still holding strong at the minute. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you know what? It could easily work out, and it's such an early start to. The, I know we're sort of five game weeks in now, but it's so early on in the season. We're still finding our feet. We're we're seeing who's in form, obviously got a new manager and all of that, all of that sort of stuff as well. So yeah, I, I, I don't think it's too, early. like you say, you could have fallen for the trap. I think some people, you know, I saw Triore and Jimenez in a lot of teams as well. So you could have easily, um, you know, gone triple wolves as well. So um, looking at midfield though, that's, that's looking really positive. So you say to be fair, Sissoko, I think he's a great option at four and a half. I think he's, so much better than the other sort of four and a half million pound options. There. As soon as he went to Watford from Spurs, I, I called that. Um, I know he's sort of not produced much in the way of that attacking threat yet, but obviously when you got Trent and James on the bench, you probably play them over him anyway. But Ismail Assar, obviously gone up to 6.1. Um, how long have you had? Did you have him from the start or is he a wildcard addition? No, he was actually a last minute wildcard addition. I didn't even consider him the entire week. I, really- I was debating... <laughs> So I had Rafinha, I had two spots open for Rafinha, Gallagher and Gray. I was debating them the entire week. And then on the Friday, Saar popped into my head. I think someone tweeted me actually. I was like, you know what? I can't get my head out of Saar now. Yeah. And I almost still went Gallagher. But luckily last minute, Chuck Saar in. I got two, I made two last minute calls. I got one right and one very wrong. So I'd done James over Rudiger last minute. But done Saar over Gallagher, so one for two ain't bad, I guess. <laughs> no, exactly. And and to be fair, with Gallagher, you know, I guess playing Liverpool away, it made it a little bit easier to 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 stay off him for a minute. But I think Saar looks like he's, he's obviously had that great first game, didn't he? And it, 
it's almost the same with Ferran Torres and some of those players at the minute that they're quite high up in the scoring charts, but they've had like one or two big games and then just nothing else. And it's really hard to kind of see. I don't know. There's two types of managers, I think. There's some that are happy with that two points, two points, 15 points, two points, two points, 10 points. And other people would rather just have the five, six, five, five, six. Do you know what I mean? Like them sort of one. And it's just whether you can kind of deal with the mental stress of of living with the blanks to then wait for those big hauls. It's, it's quite tricky. Um, SARS just, um, sorry, not SARS. Salah is just, you know, you can't look anywhere else at the moment for, for the captaincy for me. Obviously you've got Ronaldo as well, which kind of, uh, I don't have, but that definitely uh, makes it a bit more of a dilemma. But Salah's just so consistent. It's frightening. It's frightening every single yeah, week. Yeah, I mean, um, Mrs. Plonkar was on the wild card this week as well, and she was debating not going Salah. And I, I tried not to help her too much, but I told her, I was like, you can't not have Salah. So yeah. <laughs> don't be stupid. It's, it's overthinking, isn't it? Like, there's every or single season. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. Like, every single season... As soon as I open up the game, the first the first thing I do is just put Salah in my team and then and then work around it. There's nothing. There's no one else that gets the same kind of performance as as him. He's just so consistent. Perhaps Bruno before Ronaldo, but other than that, there's not any really anyone that gets close. Um, talk to me about Jota. Well, you, you keeping the faith? Obviously, Firmino's you know still out for a little bit by the looks of it. He, but he's just not managed. He's been getting some great positions. Uh, you know, teeing up players that have then missed <laughs> terrible misses and stuff like that. It's been a bit unlucky. I do feel for the people who went for him. Do you think that's going to be uh, someone you're going to keep in your team for the moment? So I'm probably the biggest Jota <laughs> fanboy there is. So I think you're asking the wrong person. I said on my podcast this week as well, I was bringing Jota in. So I didn't start the season with him just because Simicas, you know, that was just yeah. a no-brainer for the third Liverpool spot. But as soon as that Simicas spot went away, Jota straight in, even before the Firmino news, Jota was coming in. If anything, it annoyed me, the fact that everyone started bringing him in because of the Firmino news. So he's going nowhere for me. I just think, what is he, 7.7, something like that? Yeah, he's 7.7 now. And and to be fair, you know, Firmino has only just been injured. He's played, he played one half in the Chelsea game. But every other game, he's played 75, you know, he's played over an hour in all the other games. So yeah. it's not like he's been benched, you know, completely when Firmino's been been fit and f- at the start of the season. So, yeah, I, I I don't think he's just a short-term option for sure. Um, yeah. But it's just the I'm, return has been a bit disappointing from what we expected, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, if he scored the one goal in those last two game weeks, those two opportunities, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I know that's exactly what the game is really, isn't it? Like blanking and scoring. Yeah. yeah. But the, I don't see, you've got five midfielder spots. I think one of them's, one of them's, I get shot off of one of them. You know, there's not many other options. I think once you get a little bit cheaper, they're all sort of punty, like Rafinha, Saar. They're not long-term yeah. punts. No, Damari Gray, no. all of those sort of ones. Exactly, yeah, they they yeah. are a little bit like that. They're, and they're the ones... You're going to have to rotate potentially, whereas Jota is ultimately an attacking player in one of the most attacking teams in the Premier League that are one of the favourites to win it. So exactly, he's a bit of a bargain. Yeah, exactly. And people taking a punt on Torres, who's much more of a rotation risk for for Man City. Um, Exactly, yeah. 
you know, and, and we're not seeing an awful lot from Man City. Well, a bit disappointing last week for sure. Um, what about Ronaldo? Have you had Ronaldo in since uh, the first week he, he joined the game? No. So Ronaldo is probably the reason I wildcarded, I'll be honest, because I had two frees to do the Bruno to Ronaldo move. I did have to use a goalkeeper transfer on Martinez as well. Right. So I was going to minus four Ronaldo in. But with that presser from Oli saying he's going to feature at least, mm. I just couldn't risk. I just couldn't risk the minus four for Ronaldo yeah. to be benched. So I bottled it. Obviously, <laughs> stung me in the arse. And I thought, I've got to do a minus four anyway now to get him in. So I thought, fuck it, I'm going to wild card now. I had a few problems anyway, like Ings and whatnot. So yeah, got Ronaldo in now. The plan was to possibly use him as a cash cow and downgrade him after game week seven if I needed to. But I don't know. I might just hold him through the fixtures. I feel like he's going to shithouse points like Bruno did now. So I yeah, might just hold him. I, I don't think he's... He, he is... He, well, we know from the last 20 years, he, he could just score goals, can't he, at any point. It doesn't really... He doesn't need to be playing really. poor opposition. Um and if anything, against some of those tougher teams, he might be the difference as, a, as opposed to maybe they might play him a bit or need him a bit less in some of those other games as well. And I think with the, listen, with the team you've got as well, um, you can cope with, you know, some of those players could easily start to, to perform as well. Like your Sars, like say Rafinha, Jota, they could all start holding and they're not, you don't really need to free up too much unless, unless someone like Hyungmin Son or someone like that suddenly kicks into life there's no way you'd need to really spend a, a huge amount of money to upgrade anyone i guess um yeah cool so yeah that's your team obviously you're doing doing real good so far this season um right let's have a little uh we do with all our guests i don't know if you caught it so far this season we do a little thing bit of an icebreaker you know like when you go to um go to well you might not have been but if you go to like a psychiatrist we and got a relax, player for him a what sorry a player uh, oh no, I'll send you oh, one for them. It's just, yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, like if you go to a, a, a lion, the old... Oh, what's that audio there, James? <laughs> I don't know what James was doing there, but it sounded a bit... Was a fart, was it? Yeah, I think so. It's the worst one ever. Um, so yeah, we... Uh... Sorry, still working out spaces. <laughs> I'm going to give you... Some, I just want you to clear your mind and I'm going to give you some some words. And when I say them, I just want you to say the first thing that pops into your head, right? Got you. Okay, right. So, completely relax. Close your eyes. This won't hurt. Arteta. <laughs> Miguel. <laughs> Trap. Saw. Oof. I don't know why I said that. I don't believe that. Subconscious. Subconscious. (laughs) Brighton. Duffy. Nailed. Salah. Cleek. (laughs) Hindu monkey. (laughs) Tassels. Uh, I don't know what that means. (laughs) Tassels, you know, like hanging Tassels. 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 Tassels? Yeah. Like nipple tassels. <laughs> What's that? Like nipple tassels, you know. Oh, like little things that dangle down? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, nipples then. <laughs> <laughs> sort of fed that one to you. Uh, <laughs> AFTV. Great. Beef. Plonker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
exactly mate it's all it's all good so um that was just to uh to ease you into the chat really but we've already been chatting for for 10 minutes so it was all right um <laughs> so obviously you had a little bit of grief with the with the old brighton thing i was just alluding i listened to your podcast the other week you had a, was it brighton you went to and had a bit of Get bit my of, picture bit of drama yeah yeah i think my black eyes are pretty much gone now so it took over a week for my face to heal up oh mate but, yeah you know what I've, I've been trying to piece it all together uh, did think, you get the CCTV yet? Have you sussed out no, what I'm still went waiting down? No, yeah, my mate uh, contacted the police again, um, but we're still waiting for it. So if anyone doesn't know, um, I went for Brighton for a weekend away. Me and my mate was at 3.30 in the morning, tried to get into our Airbnb. And then I've realised now for 100% sure it was a guy mugging us. My mate said he was wearing a black hoodie. He was oh, lurking right. in the shadows. So he saw us both on our phones trying to get in. And he just literally cracks my mate. I thought he sucker punched me as well. Because that was why my phone went to my mate's voicemail. Because it's all on voicemail. Yeah. But thinking about it, my, the phone would have went flying. But the phone was in my pocket. And how could he have sucker punched my mate and come over to me and sucker punched me without me realising? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think now he's, he's, sucker, he's cracked my mate. I've run over in while I started hitting him, told him I was going to knock him out. Because in the voicemails... He was blaming it all on me, like I started it. <laughs> Are we sure that that wasn't the case? Are we sure you haven't just... Well, that's what I'm a bit worried about, yeah, because I don't remember it. But... <laughs> you could get the CCTV and go, ooh, actually. Yeah, yeah, stitch myself up, yeah, ring the police, and then I'll get arrested, yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, not good. Well, glad glad you're better, and glad there was no um, long, long-term damage to you anyway. Yeah. Uh, that's what I don't know about yeah, but <laughs> mate, you got that's why you got to stay. You got to stay to Essex and London, the home counties, mate. You can't be going outside yeah, to those mate, places. Yeah. Stay safe, <laughs> stay safe. Um, and obviously, you've had it well. You've had you had a little bit of beef earlier. I know um, you love a bit of beef anyway. You're, you're obviously one of the things that you're famous for is those beef podcasts, and a lot of people <laughs> love listening to them and, and getting the lowdown of what's happened and the infamous screenshots and all that sort of stuff. And, and I listened to, do you know what? I listened to the whole episode of the the one with the clique, and I found it really interesting. And I've, I think, like you, I think you put your point across in a really balanced way, and I think it was a really good podcast and insight insight to what you're saying. I think you kind of the way you worded it and the way you presented it was kind of not just kind of saying like i'm a victim and i'm you know it was kind of what you're saying look i understand why you would say this and i've done this so perhaps i'm guilty of this this and this. do you know what i mean i think you kind of gave a really balanced argument to it but is that um i mean yeah how did how did it all come about how did it get to the point where you felt you needed to put out a, a full kind of and frank podcast about the the supposed clique and you know, how it'd been going. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Firstly, like regarding like the balance thing, is like I always try to, I think I just do it anyway when I have an argument or something, you, you sort of like, show you're in the shower and you start talking to yourself, like going yeah. over what you should have said and all that. Like you start self-analyzing everything. So I always try to do that. And, you know, everyone's, you're never right 100% of the time. I know people like to think they are. No, but, no exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from producer yeah. James. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um i sort of said it on the podcast like i've i've always noticed things with a few of them i just like they irk you but you know no one's perfect it's like you can make a 
dickhead tweet and mm-hmm. you wouldn't suddenly instantly just turn on someone you'd just be like oh that was a bit you know yeah. off you know off off colour or whatever so things just built up over a while and I don't know it was every time I felt like they were kept ganging up on people and using their power to get what they want and it was literally that FPL mate thing mm-hmm. and obviously yeah, I'm not like best chums of FPL mate I know he's a bit controversial himself but when they got him fired from his job, I was just like, they've done this for years. Mm. So I thought, even though I was still on good terms with him, I sort of knew I was like, I've got to sever ties here because I know I'm going to get a lot of backlash, but I felt like I'd done the right thing. And to be fair, since then I've blocked them all and my timeline's great now. So there's a real lack of beef now, but <laughs> no it. drama. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird one because I think I've had, I mean, some of the, some of the accounts on there, we're not going to get into like naming individual accounts because I don't think it's kind of right to to do that, especially when they're not here to to kind of defend themselves. But some of the people that are known or potentially to be part of that group of people, we've had interactions with and they've been absolutely lovely, you know? And I think it's... Um, it's weird. It's like sometimes it's a, almost a pack mentality thing. If you surround yourself with too many people that think exactly the same way as you and don't pull you up on stuff, you just kind of think it's the way to to act. But like I say, we've we, you know we've had dealings with and, and on Twitter and on the podcast with certain people that you know might be kind of friends with those people or, or, or involved with them, and and they've been absolutely good as gold. But you know, I think that's important as well. It's not just you know you you can get on with people or like be cordial on Twitter and you can have a disagreement. It's not like, you know, at the end of the day, we, I know we've met cause like you come to the studio and we've done some bits together before, but a lot of times you don't know these people personally. And I often think if we were all in a room, would people act the same way? Probably not. Right. We <laughs> probably yeah, everything would be yeah. a bit sort of tempered down and you don't kind of go at people with the same venom that you would when it's easy, when you're kind of behind a, you know, almost like that keyboard warrior sort of stereotype thing, you know, I think it's, yeah. if we all kind of met up, it wouldn't be like that. Yeah. I'll say that same thing. I think Twitter just amplifies everything to the extreme, mm. especially if you say something or you tweet something. So it's in text, it can be taken way out of proportion and make you look 10 times worse. Whereas it could just be like a throwaway comment in real life and no one would bat an eyelid. So yeah, it's just the nature of the beast. We're in a Twitter community. So you're going to get, you know, Twitter outrage, I suppose you've got to deal with it. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think I like to say, I know that one of, um, one of the guys who wrote something in your discord, like he obviously got a lot of grief. And again, I don't want to draw more attention to him because, you know, I don't, uh, I don't want to sort of, <laughs> now it's probably going away. I don't want to bring it back up for him, but yeah. I know we've had, a, we've had dealings with him on the podcast and on Twitter from, for, for over a year or so, you know, going back and, someone that you know is fundamentally a, a good guy and would not ever want to upset anyone or hurt anyone or mean anything maliciously. But when you look at something in black and white from the outside, if you don't know that person, it's easy to kind of think, Oh, hang on. Like he must be, you know, exactly. really like one way like this or that. Um, but yeah, it can be, uh, it, it can be a difficult, a difficult thing because you don't know someone, you feel like you know someone but you don't, you know, and it takes time to get to know someone's personality. So if you just read one message, you can't judge someone by that message, can you? It's not, people yeah. aren't, you know, everyone, 
you wouldn't want to be judged by the worst thing you've ever said or done. You know, you're not, yeah, you're I mean, a person, not just an on the podcast a bit. Um, a bit like South Park, Joe and a bit of comedy, but at the end there's like a meaningful moral sort of story. Mm. With the deep beefs I've done, I try to preach it quite a lot with like forgiveness. It's like the people I was beefing with who try to cancel people, getting blocked, getting kicked off things, getting fired. I just try to think, it's like people can make mistakes. We've all made mistakes. There's probably things you put on Facebook when you were 14, which <laughs> you'd definitely delete now if you saw again. Do you know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't be judged or cancelled on a little mistake. So, yeah, if you say something was a bit over the line, there should be consequences. Mm. But how far should they go? I don't know exactly, but I don't think they should go as far as what they do sometimes. But Yeah, I, I mean, I think, you know, in terms of in terms of what people say and do, every... Every 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 day in life, you've got an opportunity to learn, don't you? So if you make a mistake, why, you know, you have the opportunity to kind of repent and you know and and to learn why what you did was potentially wrong, or, or you know, and, and and appreciate someone else's point of view. It can't just be like, well, you're done. That's it. Cancelled. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? There needs to be some sort of. Obviously, some things are unforgivable, but I think when people show a genuine kind of things to own up to their mistakes and, and move on and then you can see in their actions that they have changed then what what more do you want you know we've everyone's everyone's kind of going through life just learning as they go and and, and a lot of the time as well like i'm you know i'm 40 odd right and some of the people that i interact with on twitter they'll be they'll be in their teenage years you know yeah so like you say we've all done silly things when we were young i've got 20 years so i'm probably a bit more wise to you know, a bit more settled down and obviously with work and stuff like that, I'd make sure I didn't ever put myself in a position which would kind of uh, compromise me or, or give me any uh, any sort of problems. But if you're a, if you're a young person, maybe haven't had those life experiences and not, not sort of grown, it's easy to make a mistake, I think, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you got to, I just got thought about that, actually. It's like, you don't know who's on the other end of mm. that account as well. Some people might take things to heart so badly you just don't know especially like teenagers and all that yeah I've I've dealt with it on another beef podcast before like you do get those teenage accounts they're a little bit beggy they put those tweets like begging for likes and begging for followers and all that and then people will jump on them and give them loads of stick you just think like let he's an immature little kid let him do what he wants you know what I mean but and it's not it's not hurting anyone you know that's the thing like if someone wants to ask for a bit of support or whatever, unless they're like literally spamming you every day, it don't, it doesn't really matter. You know, everyone's got their own stuff. Like, and normally people learn as, as everyone will always give the tips when they like, when you first start an account, it's the content you put out, it's interacting. That's what grows your followers. You don't need to kind of beg from, but like you say, if you're, if you're just a young kid trying to start out and you want to get a few following, you know, I can, you can understand why people does it. It doesn't make them a bad person or, or someone we should persecute. And I'm always quite conscious of, yeah, you, like you say, you don't know who's at the other end and what could trigger some people, you know, could be nothing to me and you. Like if someone says something to us, it might just be like, oh, whatever. I don't, you know, it's not that, not that deep to me, but other people will take things to heart and you've, you've just got to be a bit more thoughtful really, haven't you? But I think and as a whole, I think the world is going more that way. And I think it's a better place than it was you know, a few years ago, despite all of the the problems. But um, yeah. cool, right, mate. I've, I've uh, something else that we've done is a bit of a game where you have to guess a player. So you know the old game, like guess who, like as he, 
has he got glasses has he got a beard is he wearing a hat all that sort of stuff right so have you caught have you caught any of these I think I caught a bit of it you know what? I think we play this game like as a drinking game so when those ah. kitchen sessions we're playing card games sometimes we play this exact game right so. okay so the all I can tell you training. this is yeah you've been in training mate you're expecting big things so this is um a Hang current on. you're not FPL watching player. the stream right uh, sorry, no, I can only see Nick. That's all I can see. Perfect, save. yeah, yeah. So um, James is going to flash the player up on the screen just for people at home Very to see exciting. who it is. So it's um, it's it's a, it's coming a, up. It's an FPL player currently playing, um, and yeah, we ne- we never choose anyone like ridiculously. Um, that didn't work. Difficult to. Oh really? To guess. I think the one clip I saw was someone wasn't notoriously difficult. <laughs> well, that was a wind up to our uh, Watford juicer Roberto. So Is that Robert Street or something. Yeah, Robert Street for Crystal <laughs> Palace. So we had him going on that for quite a while. That was a yeah. That was a little bit. Oh uh, <laughs> uh, dear. So yeah, it's a little bit. Um, that was a little bit naughty, but yeah, this this one, mate. We for our uh, <laughs> for, for our guests, we're not doing that. So this is a proper player. So the the timer will start. I think the time to beat something like twelve seconds, isn't it? Didn't Stephen Juicer? I thought Steve got twelve seconds. Yeah, I think the Everton Juicer like smashed twelve seconds or something. But we'll see what you can do, mate. See oh, what you sorry, can do. Sorry, am I? Is it a time trial? Not like how many questions? No, it's how I'm quick as many you can as get you it. Want. You, you fire, him, mate. I'll give yes or no answers. And so. remember, oh, Nick okay. probably doesn't know the answer. <laughs> Don't I do know the answer? Just because, just because I thought Leeds was in the northwest of the right. Aaron, where where would you say Leeds is in the country? I said uh, northwest. Once you're once you're north of London, it's all just it's all the same, isn't it? Just, yeah, once you get same, past Watford Gap <laughs> services, mate, it's all the yeah, same. It, yeah. <laughs> right, okay. So let's have a um, let's have a, a timer's ready to go. So as soon as you ask your first question, mate, we are we are good to go. Oh, Twelve seconds, a bit much, isn't it? It's I know, I know. Like well, the one one minute fifty is the slowest, so. You know, anywhere between twelve and one minute fifty, you're going to be right, right. you'll be in the middle. Okay, so I just go now, yeah. Yeah, as soon as you start, we'll start the timer. Okay, is he a midfielder? No. Is he a defender? Yes. Um, is he a fullback? No. Um, does he play for a team in London? No. Does he play for a team north of London? Yes. Does he play for a team whose home kit has any red in it? No. Any white in it? A little bit. Uh, is he European? Yes. Is he British? No. Ooh. Oh, God. Think teams. Uh, uh, does he play for Burnley? No. Does he play for Everton? No. Does he play for Liverpool? No. <laughs> <laughs> does he play for a top six team? Yes. A big six? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Man United? No. Man City? Yes. Uh, John Stones? No. Oh, uh, Ruben Diaz? Yes! One minute, one second. (laughs) (laughs) That's so much harder under pressure. So much harder. Why is Ray Koreshi saying Nick said yes to to North of London? North of London? is Manchester is North of London. He didn't mean, oh, does he play in North London? He wasn't saying, you, weren't, you didn't mean like, does he play for Arsenal or Tottenham, did you? You meant no, no, as North in, of London. yeah, not like Brighton or whatever. Yeah. 
<laughs> FPL trophies gloating at you in the comments already. <laughs> I did know, thank you, that Manchester was above London on the map. <laughs> uh, FPL trophies buzzing, he beat you, mate. Can't remember oh, how. What did he get? What did Mo get? Ash has got the leaderboard on his phone. We need to. Uh, Ash, put it in the comments. Let us know what uh, what Mo got so we can see. Um, right, Plonka, have you have you got anywhere to go? Um, <laughs> that's all good. All I've only got, all I've got to do is do my meal prep for tomorrow morning, so I need a little bit of time for that. But <laughs> okay, no, I was going to say I was going to have a chat with Ash about um, the top five transferred in and transferred out players. So if you've got a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah. Can, yeah uh, Ash, fun, Ash yeah. will owe you a beer for uh, for filling in for him. Um, <laughs> right, James, if you uh, if you got the pictures ready, so if we do, whoa, well, hold well on, you're gonna have to uh... come on, James. Yeah, it's not okay. Oh, so it is easy. The top transferred out players first. We'll just have a little look because there's some surprising players in this list. Um, I don't know which one James is going to put up you first. You say the name. Right, so we'll start with the fifth most transferred out player. So someone that you uh, said you had until very recently, Danny Ings. So he's now, I think he took a price drop down to 7.9. <laughs> is James doesn't know who Danny Ings is. You've got. <laughs> Do you know who Danny Ings is, James? Yeah, but I haven't got pictures of these people. <laughs> Ash sent them to you earlier. No. Um, so yeah, what, what's your thoughts on Danny Ings, mate? Do you think he's he someone that, could work his way back. Obviously, Villa had a good win at the weekend. Yeah, I, I was actually shocked that was his first price drop. I thought he would have dropped way before that. But mm. I'm, I'm sort of got my on Ollie Watkins a bit more. I think when the fixtures turn. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I think he's seven point three or something. So a little bit cheaper, but he's not on my radar yet. I mean, I've got Lukaku and Ronaldo in a four four two, so there's no room for no. that sort of price drop for me. But it could be Ings. I mean, it could be someone potentially you switch to after Antonio or Bamford, but he's not really on my radar too much, to be honest. Yeah, no, quite, quite right. Um, yeah, I don't think there's too much more to add for that one, mate. I think, I think there's so many good options up front at uh, at the minute in the premium range. Um, he's, he's not going to, unless he suddenly catches fire, I don't think he's going to be in a lot of people's wish list. Um, someone that really surprised me that's been dropped. Um, the fourth most transferred out player, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Oh, I've got one for him. What do you... Uh, yeah, well done, James. <laughs> so Trent Alexander-Arnold, what do, I can't understand people dropping him. I know he was... Yeah. I know he didn't make the last game, but he's got Brentford next. It seems like a, a good time to uh, to have him in your team, no? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm shocked at that, to be honest. I didn't think it'd be that transferred out. Oh, it's mad. Um, Unless some casuals just do it because he got a zero. Other than that, the only thing I can think of is maybe grabbing some money to get a Lukaku or a Ronaldo in the team. Yeah. Which I guess is a little bit fair. But for me, I think, I don't know, the very start of the season, I was a little bit worried um, with how many clean sheets and how many attacking returns Trent will get. But he seems to be getting both. So he's, he's going nowhere for me. No way. Uh, for me, I think... Trent will score pretty much the same as Ronaldo come the end of the season. I genuinely think that. Like, yeah. What? What is his best? Is he, he's I got two hundred points. Didn't yeah, he? he's got he's got over two hundred points in previous. He's got a two hundred and ten two hundred and ten points uh, season before yeah. last. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, like Ronaldo will have to go some as he's classified as a forward. You know, what yeah. did Kane get last year? Two hundred and twenty. I think so, something, something like, like that. Yeah. And he was absolutely on fire, wasn't he? So I, I really think that you know, seven and a half. You're not going to get a player that in midfield or up front that's going to score the points that Trent's going to score you for seven and a half million. I think that. I think no, that's exactly. himself. Um, third most transferred out player, Bruno. What do you think of that one? Yeah, I was. As soon as Ronaldo signs, I think some people are pushing back on it a bit, saying, "Oh, Bruno still could do well," but he's just, he's just. When you've got two twelve mil players, one's in the box poaching goals, the other's outside the box crossing it in. I'd rather take the forwards. So yeah, I'm all about dropping Bruno. Yeah, no fair, fair comment. To be fair, um, I do think. I mean, I still think he's a great option, but like you say, whilst Ronaldo's occupying those those positions I don't think it's gonna like I say there's only so many players you can have and he's if it's Salah or Bruno which it pretty much would have to be it's always going to be Salah um Ferran Torres second most transferred out so he's gone from being one of the most transferred in last last week yeah. to straight <laughs> back out one bad game and uh <laughs> people are jumping off him yeah I mean I've, I've not owned him yet I do think he's a decent option the same sort of reasons for Jota you know, so reasonably priced for a forward, a number nine for a top team. So I don't think you can really go wrong. Obviously, the rotation is going to be there. But yeah, I still think it's going to be an option. The fixture term for City is amazing, I think. Yeah. Is it? After well, two more games? Yeah, they've got Chelsea and Liverpool next. And then they've got three in a row, Burnley, Brighton and Palace. Yeah, so, so they're, they're lovely fixtures. 5-0s in there, can't they? So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's going to be coming. I, I, it's just the rotation risk with him, isn't it? But I suppose, yeah. do you know what? 7.2. I, I agree, Lish, since the start of the season. I was really, really worried about uh, dropping him on my wild card because um, I, I wanted to get Lukaku in. And um, I feel like I've kind of dodged a bullet that he didn't punish me last week. I, th- I think Grealish could be a great option this season. I really think he's still going to have a lot to say and I think we might find out ourselves bringing him in further down the line especially once De Bruyne is back sort of permanently as well I think you could unleash him a bit and, and, and be picking him out with those runs into the box um, yeah, well, that's what I mean if um, De Bruyne is a 12 mil route into City you know Grealish is probably the, the second cheapest after Torres so yeah it's, it's yeah, mad really I agree with you there um, and then Richarlison I mean no surprise obviously he's injured um, but yeah to be honest Obviously, got a goal and an assist on the first day of the season, and then since then he's just been fairly uh, anonymous. And obviously, with DCL out, hasn't really helped him either. So it's going to be interesting. The only person, obviously, with the two strikers out, Salomon Rondon, six million. Would you would you consider him? <laughs> uh, not particularly, no, not particularly. <laughs> it's kind of him or or um, what's his name, Armstrong, Adam Armstrong, isn't it? That's that kind of him, Pookie, I suppose, or, uh, or yeah, Armstrong. I, in that I don't mind spot. the Armstrong shout, you know. I don't mind that. I had him in since the start. It's only because um, obviously, uh, well, I had Antonio and Armstrong um, and Ings, but because I want Lukaku in, I've kind of shuffled around, and he's uh, <laughs> he's no longer part of it. The um, so transfers in. So this is this is a bit more uh, pertinent to the to the game week, I guess. So first uh, player, one of the most transferred in already. I think he's gone up in price twice since he played on Friday night. ASM Alan Saint Maximum. He he was a trap last season. What do you think? Trap again, or is he showing a bit more 
two goals, two assists so far, five games. Yeah, I don't know. I'm maybe I'm just a bit bit stubborn, but I still get trappy vibes from him. To be honest, <laughs> he looked. Um, did you watch the the Leeds game on Friday? Uh, I only saw highlights. I didn't watch it live. I saw highlights of it. Yeah, he looked. He looked absolutely on on fire to me. But um, yeah, it's just weather. Now he's going up in price. He's getting less and less attractive each each day. Obviously, just had a um, a question from Chris Irvine there, who said. Um, Aaron, would you boff a Spurs supporter? Would I, I think, what? Well, I think one of the... Uh, oh, yeah. Cheers, James. Thank you, yeah. Um, I think one of the questions I put on uh, the FPL juice, we had like a community new, community-like um, Twitter thing. I just keep an eye out for like weird tweets. And one of them was, would you, would you marry a rival fan? Oh, okay. It was one of them. And I was saying it's mental that anyone wouldn't know. Like, why would you, you imagine like meeting someone, falling in love and going, oh no, but they're a Spurs fan. So. Yeah. I be- think it's all well and good joking about how much you love football and love your team, but it's not really a deal breaker, is it? If someone sports Spurs. But- <laughs> no, if some worldy comes up to you, you can't say so. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. They might have to be an extra notch above an Arsenal supporter, but. Mm. So they automatically <laughs> get downgraded one out of ten. <laughs> it's gone from a gone from an eight to a to a fair seven just because they yeah, support. That's it, yeah, there's no there's no tens for Spurs supporters. They can't be nines. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> um, right, so Ben Rama is the fourth most transferred in. Obviously, heavily owned at the start of the season. Um, you know, performed fantastically well. Bought in people buying him in, buying him in, buying him in. And 170,000 people jumped off last week and he punished them, uh, obviously, against Man United. What do you think? Is he someone we should be getting back on? He looks fairly consistent in terms of his minutes. He's playing. He's looking good. What do you reckon? Yeah, so, I mean, I started the season with him and I think that's like, part of the reason why I've done so well. Mm. Um, but if I wasn't wildcarding, I would 100% kept him. But on a wildcard, looking long-term, I don't like West Ham's fixtures. But saying that, Again, it's a sort of looking for the value spots like Jota Torres, Benrahma six mil. He's scoring loads of goals. I'm so scared of that Leeds fixture. Him and Antonio, I'm petrified. <laughs> I, I, I can't get them in. I, I, I think the fixtures turn too hard now, especially with yeah. the Europa League games. But saying that, you know, could still do well because they're, they're banging full West Ham. So yeah, they might punish me. Leeds Leeds defense looks so dodgy at the minute I don't know what's happening to them it's like them against Newcastle was like like it was just who wants to who wants to lose it more it was like it was bad just watching it um right obviously someone that you you know all about uh Ismail Assar so again he's uh he's had a price rise again already um long term thinks he's someone we can we can kind of rely on the fixtures look good he's got Newcastle lead Liverpool, fair enough. Then Everton, Southampton, and an easy game against Arsenal as well at the end of that yeah. run. So, what, <laughs> what do you reckon? So, I mean, obviously, I was looking at the Gallagher spot for my wild cards mm-hmm. uh, long term, but it was those three fixtures for Saar, Norwich, Newcastle, Leeds. So, that was my plan keep Saar till then. I'll probably evaluate after that if I want to keep him or not, if there's anyone else I want to move to. Obviously, Gallagher's in my thinking a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, at the moment, he is a short-term punt. But if he does well in both games, you, he's 
you're not going to drop him, I don't think. So, yeah, yeah I think it's a wait and see. Newcastle and Leeds back to back is is a is a bit of a gift, I think. They're the two look like the two leakiest defences in the league, really. I think it's, it's, it's a really good exactly. opportunity for him to bag a few points. And also for those people who've stuck with uh, Dennis as well. Potentially, anyone who's still got him in their team could be in for a couple of uh, cheeky points before they move him on. Um, and then second most transferred in his plays. I've not really heard of this guy. I think he's a new new guy. Ronaldo? Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Ronaldo something? What do you I reckon? Is. is he all right? He's played for Brazil, didn't he? That's it. <laughs> yeah, lovely haircut. <laughs> um, yeah, listen, Ronaldo, we don't, I don't think we need to spend too much time on him. You know, he's uh, clearly up and running already. Um, you know, doesn't seem to be looking to be getting rested or rotated. He's just just solid, isn't he? Um, and the most transferred in player is Antonio. So obviously everyone jumped off him when he got uh, sent off and now he's everyone's back in for him. I guess that will be because of, uh, you know, like we said, the nice little few fixtures they've got now. What do you, what do you think of Antonio? Can he car- pick up where he left off after his... I mean, his... You think it's unbelievable why he started the season. Obviously, he got sent off um, against Southampton before. So he scored one, assisted two in the first game, scored two and assisted one in the second, and a goal and an assist in the third. It's, I mean, obviously, he can't keep up that sort of form, but it's, it's, even if he does half of that, he's, he's a great player at 7.7, isn't he? Or 7.9 yeah, now, should I say? Right. I'm I'm half tempted to bring Antonio in just for one week only. <laughs> just put it. <laughs> Maybe go Lukaku to Antonio, I mean Antonio back to Lukaku. Yeah, well, in wow. fairness, it's the perfect time to do it because you've got Antonio against a, a really poor defence and Lukaku against one of the best. So that's it. Yeah, it makes it, it does make sense. I mean, I sort of think to yourself, like, what do you use transfers for, right, to improve mm. your team? So if I haven't got any other problems, yeah, I mean Trent and Rafinha are flagged at the minute for me. Um, I think some people have got even more flags, so I've only got two, luckily. Yeah, but yeah, I'm considering it. I'm honestly, I'm, I, I'm going to be so scared watching West Ham Leeds without any West Ham attack. <laughs> I'm going to be petrified. It is, yeah, it's going to be. I've, I mean, I've got Cresswell in my team at the minute as well, and I'm hoping that you know, with his set piece delivery and and stuff, maybe this could be the week that he he does some uh, some good stuff for me as well. But. Um, yeah, no, I think it's uh, I think it's a really interesting like the 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 market's so volatile at the minute, isn't it? In terms of the price rises, it almost makes you want to quickly jump on things and uh, uh, and and react a bit quicker than you did perhaps later in the season. Uh, got a question here for you from Quentin Dunn, uh, Aaron. So he says, if you don't have Sar, would you be looking to get? If you don't have Sar, would you be looking at getting out? Jota or Rafinha for him. So, yeah, if you if you don't already have Saar, would you drop one of Jota or Rafinha for him? And if I so, who? No, I wouldn't. Nah. No. I mean, I've always said how much I love Jota, so yep. maybe I'm the wrong person to ask about that. But <laughs> Rafinha as well, he's got good fixtures. I probably would guess that Saar does outscore Rafinha over the next two. Yeah. But I don't think Rafinha is someone worth selling. So, yeah, I'd stick with who you've got and just hope for points. It's it's so tricky with Leeds because, like he has Rafinha's look threatening, but Leeds as a team have looked poor. Um, Roberto de Hornet has also asked is Greenwood to Rafinha a good transfer. I mean, as far as fixtures go, like Leeds's next five are West Ham, which obviously will be a bit tough, and then 
Watford, Southampton, Wolves and Norwich. It's a really nice little run, but does it matter? Like if they're not performing, does it matter who they're playing? You know, it's a bit like Arsenal at the minute, you know, not, not rubbing it in <laughs> obviously for you, yeah. Aaron, but <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like they've got so many good options in terms of on paper, you'd look at people like Aubameyang at 9.9, you think, oh, that's a, that's a great option. And then, you know, they've got, you know, obviously the London, uh, North London derby this weekend, but then Brighton, Crystal Palace, Villa, they're great, great fixtures. But at the end of the day, he scored one goal so far this season. You know, like you, it's, it's, it's that, it's that old form over fixtures, I suppose, isn't it? That's that yeah, age old debate. Yeah. I've said like with Rafinha or with anyone, um, don't try to shoehorn in a player. If you see the old leads of now good fixtures, if the asset isn't there, but if there isn't anyone firing, that's sort of with City a little bit. Sometimes the asset just isn't there. Like no one's reasonably priced well enough mm-hmm. or returning enough. Rafinha is a bit of a question mark. I've got him, but yeah, like if if Rafinha and Bamford, if he does play, look bad, you know, I wouldn't be then still having faith with Leeds attack just because of the fixtures. You know, I think the assets need to be firing. Rafinha is such a tough one. I can't work him out, to be honest. I really can't. Mm. He looks lively sometimes, but it, he never hauls. He never hauled last season. He just sort of trickled along. You know, the odd assists, the yeah. five-pointer, the six-pointer. So, yeah. Do you think, think he's just one of them players the that looks good? So you think, oh, I want him. Because he, look, you know, he takes a great free, crick, uh, free kick. He does a lot of mazy dribbles. Um, comes up with the odd goal every now and again. He just looks like a fun player to own. Yeah. But maybe... You just, it's one of them in it. Like last season, you kind of looked at Jorginho and he just, you know, scores penalty. But doesn't matter if you take a few penalties or if you curl them in the top corner from 30 yards out, it, they're all, they're all the same amount of points, you know, and that's the problem. I think with Rafinha, we're kind of tempted by what we see him do in the game. When you watch him on the eye test, he looks so involved. Um, but really, he needs, yeah, the rest of the team around him need to, to really push on to, to I think, make him worth that six and a half. And like you say, when you've got the likes of Damari Gray and uh, Ismail Asar as well, and Gallagher even at cheaper, uh, you, you need to do something to justify it pretty quickly, I think. The, the weird thing about Arsenal, do you know Do you know who Arsenal's top FPL point scorer so far this season is? Oh. Oh, no. Oh, I don't know, actually. Would it be... Oh, I don't know, actually. Who is that? It's, Who is it? I don't it's know. mad. It's Odegaard, and he's played. Oh, th- he's played three games, and he scored one goal. So that tells you how how out of form Arsenal are. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. But Tottenham aren't in the best form, so yeah, could this could be the turning point for uh, for Arsenal season potentially, mate? This could be the one I think well, where kick back I've, into I've, life. I've done a wild card just as Arsenal's fixtures turn. I've got zero, so I think that tells you everything. <laughs> and you're a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan, but. They are, we are bad. We are bad. <laughs> oh, we, we, just offensively, we've got nothing. We like we really struggle, um, especially in away fixtures as well. Like, I would not want to own any Arsenal attackers. Defenders, I mean, they're okay, but yeah, they're still we're still leaky. We just, we'll, we'll look, we'll shit house a clean sheet, and then we'll concede three against a mid-table team. So. Yeah, I'm staying away. <laughs> no, don't, I don't blame you there, mate. Do not blame you at all. Cool, right, mate. That's um, all good, really. I'll uh, I'll let you go. Um, 
unless you want to hang around we've got some juicy questions from the viewers as well depends how i don't want to keep you from your meal prep mate yeah, I might those, get my meal prep going before those, this time. <laughs> those guns aren't going to uh, look after themselves, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Put them back in the safety cabinet, all right? <laughs> nice one. Listen, thanks so much for joining me. Um, really appreciate it. Obviously, hopefully, um, we'll get you back on when Ash is in here as well. And, you know, if you're ever, as you know, if you're ever in the area, make sure you can uh, let us know and you pop into the studio and we'll do, we'll do like a, a full-on uh, show with you here. It'd be good fun, mate. It'd be wicked. Yeah, yeah. Get me back in that studio, boy. Exactly. We're already. We'll get so the, good in there. We'll, <laughs> we'll get the beers and we'll get the, we'll definitely do another end of season. And of course, you'd be uh, more than welcome, mate. But hopefully we'll do a meet um Wait, sort of it's, his hat trick. it's his hat trick. Hat it's his third appearance. appearance. Yeah, exactly. Hat trick hero. Yeah. <laughs> this is it, mate. This <laughs> is we'll it. have to give you a ball or something. A what? A ball? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take a... <laughs> you can put it in your car seat like uh, Bruno. Bye bye, Ash, yeah? <laughs> oh, my God. Just devalue it. <laughs> the loot and Sondico ball. <laughs> oh, mate. All right, lovely. Look, thanks so much for joining me. And, um, yeah, we'll catch you soon. Look, all the best luck uh, for this game week. And, yeah, see you soon, mate. Yeah, cheers, chap. Cheers for having us. No uh, worries. Take it easy. Everyone follow FPL Plonker on Twitter and, of course, his podcast as well. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Right, James, do you want to throw up a few of those um, juicy questions if you've got them? Or do you want to show the agent's top tip? What do you want to do? Well, some say that he was evolved in an illicit threesome with Cheryl and Ashley Cole. But Cheryl got bored halfway through when she wasn't getting any attention and walked off and ended up leaving the two of them to it. So, I don't know about that, but all we do know is he's called the agent. What does Ash say? Roll the blood clot, VT. Thank you, Siegfried and Roy. Uh, now look, I had a pick this week, but one member of the FPL Juice presenter team told me it was not a good idea. Uh, that idea was Jesse Lingard. And mentioning no names, Nick told me not to do it. He didn't like it. So I'm, that's not my pick, but I'm just marking it down. So if it comes good, I could just say I told you so. I think it could be a bit of a super sub, you know, a little superstar super sub this season. But he's not going to play that many minutes, so we'll park that. Nick, he just didn't think it was gold. And what's second best to gold? Well, silver. And Thiago Silva, 5.4 mil. Look, I know they've got City coming up. But after that, they're playing the dog and duck three times in a row. And Chelsea, I just think they're going to clean sheet their way through October and November. So, yeah, Thiago Silva, 5.4 million. Do it. Wow, I'm loving this new uh, little VT sequence you popped up there, James. That's very good. Cheers, Plonker. No, thank you for coming on, mate. Great to see you again. Yeah, so listen, obviously, yeah, I did tell him that Lingard was a terrible shout. I don't know. I thought he was joking when he said that. If Lingard gets minutes, we all know what he can do, but he's not going to be playing. Like, Obviously, with all the riches, the embarrassment of riches that Man United have got, he's just not going to get the minutes that he deserves. I wish that he would go to a 
team that are going to give him weekly starts, like West Ham, like someone like that, where he can just perform. It's a joy to see him doing so well last season. So I'm really glad he's not playing. But on to the agent's actual pick. So Thiago Silva. Listen, we thought it could be the end. We thought he wasn't going to make um, an awful lot of uh, appearances. But he has been performing. He's played, um, you know, in the last two games, started the last two games, um, obviously two clean sheets, scored a goal. Personally, Rudiger at 5.5 seems more tempting, but Thiago Silva has taken a price drop, so he's only 5.4, so he is a little bit cheaper. I can completely understand why he would say him. Uh, Personally, I think there's better options, but if you haven't got the budget, maybe don't want to take a punt on Christensen at 5.0, then Thiago Silva does look great, and he's he's always been a threat in the air from corners and stuff like that, so... Great shout, absolutely. Right, James, pop up the uh, the questions if you can. We'll have a look at those juicy questions. And then we're going to give away a pint glass, I think. Hmm. It's a nice idea. What's a nice idea? Bringing up the questions. I think I can do it. I should hope so. Hmm. Just chuck him in. You right there, eh, Nick? I'm just waiting for you to give me some questions. Here we go. Right. This one's from Gaffer underscore Swift. Adam. Time to get rid of Shaw. Been frustrating to own and you can save money elsewhere. I see Villa scoring next week. Yeah. Do you know what? Everyone, well, I think going into the start of the season, I think Luke Shaw was the most owned player in the game. Um, so he's had quite a few transfers out week on week on week, and he's still 41% owned. So it's, it's, it's still a high percentage of ownership. He's had one assist and he's had one clean sheet, which at five and a half million, when we've just spoken about Chelsea, I think there's some really far better options out there. We did hope that it gets some attacking returns, but. That hasn't really transpired so far, just that one assist, as we say. People like Aaron Cresswell um, have outperformed him. And yeah, Man United aren't getting those clean sheets, you know. Um, I think it's absolutely time to jump off him. The fixtures are about to swing. So after this uh, after this uh, Villa game, they're going to be playing Everton, Leicester, Liverpool, Tottenham and Man City. So, you know, that's four quite tough games out of the next five, at least four tough games. So... I think that it's probably the right time to jump offshore while you can. I can see him, because he's so highly owned, I can easily see him taking a bit of a price drop once the ball gets rolling. So I would jump off him. I'd probably go for a Chelsea defender. I think Shaw to Rudiger would definitely be one of the easiest transfers you can do. So guys, yeah, look, 100% Adam, I would do that. I would drop straight out of Shaw and on to Rudiger. Um, FPL Hendy Penniff, uh, long time viewer of the show, has put how much patience with a picture of uh, Raul Jimenez there. So, Jimenez, and I'm really reluctant to say this, but Jimenez for me, he was always in my teams going back the last couple of seasons. He's always played a part at some point. He's seven and a half million, um, which is really nicely priced in terms of you know starting a season he's, he's, he took a bit of a price drop 
um, from where he was last season, but he is coming back from a huge, huge, um, you know, career-threatening injury, really. And for me, at seven and a half, I just don't think the option. You know, he's. I know he's looked good. I know the expected goals and expected assists has looked high for him, and he's having touches in the box and all that sort of thing. But Wolves aren't pulling off results at the moment. You know, he's played every single game, and he hasn't notched up one attacking return. Um, yeah, either in form of a goal or an assist. I don't think he's worth seven and a half million pound of our funds at this point in time. Could be proved wrong. Obviously, Southampton, Newcastle, Villa and Leeds are the next four fixtures. So those defences aren't the best in the league, although Southampton just had a, a, an awesome um, shutout of, of Man City. So um, fair play for that. But I just think Jimenez at seven and a half million is way too much and that Wolves team is still as we stand underperforming and just not worth it for, for me anyway I think you got um you know and St Maximum you know again at 6.7 million that's cheaper good good value there um when you've got the likes of Dennis and Mopai and people like that outperforming you I just think the the writing's on the wall you know I don't think it's um I don't think it's his time sadly so Wait to be proved wrong, but yeah, sadly, I don't think that he is a person that we should be holding out for. I, I would, unless you've got major issues in your team that you need to correct, um, I would be dropping Jimenez for for one of those other options. Let's do the uh, draw. Let's do the draw. Right, spin that wheel and we'll find out who's going to win the pint glass. So this Just was... because, by the way, I should say that Ash does adore... Uh, Recording his screen for brilliant graphics. Oh, yeah. He uh, loves it. So that's what we've got. But here we go. Winner of this. So this is the winner of the pint glass. We are sponsored by apparently the funeral home at the bottom there. But the winner of the pint glass giveaway is at FPL. So whoever that is, make yourself known. DM us. Uh, on Twitter and uh, yeah just let us know your address and we'll get you an FPL Juice beer glass sent out to you look forward to seeing a little selfie of you drinking it in your house as well awesome nice one for that James right I think we should have a quick look at the Juice Leagues and then we're going to jump into punditry um, Chris Irvine bought Alonso on my wild card two weeks ago purely so I had funds to downgrade easy now if I don't know it's time to drop Matt I wouldn't drop if I had Alonso on my team right now I'm not dropping him he's unbelievably attacking he's playing in the best defense in the league and his price just keeps going up like who else are you going to want instead of him you know unless unless you're without any kind of premium forwards um there's no reason to downgrade him he's he's i'm I'm gutted i haven't got him to be fair right so this is for the manager of the month award for september james have you announced a prize yet are we still working on it no it's a mystery all right. Well, let us know next week. So we're getting close to the end of the month. Now. <laughs> um, so at the minute, we got joint leaders. So Rhythm of Van Dyke, Irene Farrell, and uh, Fixtures and Fittings, Mr. Perfect. So they, they too, you can see the rest of the uh, the league up there, but in joint first, but for some reason it's showing as joint second, uh, you can see there. Well, hang on. If if no one's first, then <laughs> no one's first, then there are no prizes. But it looks like uh, it's a fight between uh, someone in that top ten. But you never know; it all can change. We've still got two uh, two game weeks left. Uh, 
And still first in the overall is MKM Massive, Joe Widdison. Of course, he was our August Manager of the Month, so well done. I believe he's now received his uh, Nintendo Switch that he won. Awesome job. Well done for that, mate. And uh, yeah, send us a picture of you You using it. You can still join the Juice League, you know that, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say that. So if anyone hasn't already joined the Juice League, make sure you do. So because we're doing it as a manager a month, it doesn't matter when you join the league. Um, There might be a cutoff like very later on in the season. But at the minute, if you want to join the league, as long as you've joined the league to play and you haven't got multiple teams and you're not signing up. So you have to be in, in at the start of the month to win. But yeah, jump in, get involved. You never know could be your lucky slash skillful month to win a prize. Right, James, it's punditry time. It's exciting, isn't it? Says you. I was going to say you could do this. Can you bring it up on the screen, can you? That'd be exciting. Yeah, look at this. There you go. Yeah, I can't see that. Can't read that. So, let's have a look at the punditry. What did, uh, that's quite good for uh, Ash. He put Jose Submarino. Ash, if if you'd have said that on the show, I would have given you a respect. Right, so we have a few entries on here. So, guys, we only want one. So, what I'm going to do is, if you've sent in more than one, I'm just going to read your first one. That's what I'm going to assume is is your best one. So, Matt. At Leafy Dragon has gone for Scent Maximanity. The old sea cow, James. Are you familiar with the manatee? Yes, I am. Thank you. <laughs> FBL Lionshead has gone with Brian Fishgill. Very good. Loves a Spurs player. Um, Ray Qureshi has gone with Deep Blue Sea Man. Like, uh, you know, the goalkeeper, James. <laughs> Can I, I need to look Ash is normally sitting here with me, so I'm just on my own. You need to give me some feed you know, some sort of reaction so we can gain Without you. him chuckling along, reinforcing your nonsense exactly. you're struggling. Exactly. Everton Juicer has gone for Martin Skirtle the Turtle. <laughs> no, you're now that's just seems sarcastic. And FPL Hemdy Penneth has gone for Serginio Destury. <laughs> FBL semi casual, taking a Lewis Dunk in the sea. At Paulie FPL, Jamal Lachelles. Dave Paxton FPL, Paul Submariner. FPL Burt at Anfield, Mark Starfish, the old Bolton defender. Uh, FPL Oracle with another sea skirtle. This isn't quite the same on your own, is it? No. FPL Careless has gone for Minamino. Sam Play, 20,000 leads under the sea. Um, Amra Batman, Fishmaila Sar, uh, Nick Khan, Plankton Ferdinand, Amund, Gareth Whale, FPL FA Dave, Brian Gills, FPL Cribsy, Gus Squidink. That's my favourite so far. Da, 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 da. Woody, the referees and anchor. Jimbo Byrne, Nathan Hake, you know, like Hake. Uh, FPL Negan. Winner. Chris, Chris has gone for 
Tsunami. Well done, Chris. <laughs> Danny Round, Wilf Zahaba, uh, FPL Yellow Army Roberto, Steve Squidwell, Adam Gaffer Swift has got a whole like lineup here, so I'll just go for some <laughs> Dolphinidi George. <coughs> Blimey. Do we ever suspect that people are just pasting from Google? Potentially. They're offering you. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, but who's names? Yeah, but who's like who's who's put this sort of stuff on Google? Um Bungle's gone for Coral Paborski. I like that. Uh FPL Mike Halpin, Ben Whitebait. Um Yeah, look, I'll give you two. I'll go for Gus Squid Inc. And Sea Skirtle. As for usual, Roberto is upset in the comments. I was outsquidded. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. Like outbidded. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. George Boatang. Virgil Van Pike. Why don't you put that one? That's good. <laughs> right, come on in, James. What are we having? What are my choices? You're having Sea Skirtle or, or Gus Squidink. Personally, I think you should go with Gus Squidink. Just a blank chair. What a sad moment. <laughs> New lows. Right, which one are you which one are you going for? Sea squirtle. Squidink. Squidink. Gus Squidink. Alright, well done, FBL Cribsy. Nice one, mate. Very good indeed. Right, guys, if and I mean if, you aren't already subscribed to the show. Uh, make sure you do so on YouTube. We also now have our daily juice, which is just me basically having a flick through the community and any important FPL news in terms of price rises, price drops. I mean, it is just you. It's just me having a quick chat. It's five minutes. Basically, the idea is when you get up in the morning and you go for your morning poo, you just flick your phone open, watch it for like four minutes and and that's it. Simple. No drama. It's on a different channel. However, if you subscribe to us on the audio podcast, you get it all together. Oh, nice. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, it's all there, but feel free to uh, give that. <laughs> Chris, i <Evan>, dead <laughs> to me. But feel free to give that a watch as well. Um, as always, please do recommend us to any friends or whatever that are into FPL because we do this every week for no money and quite rightly so, given the content that we put out. But still, <laughs> it would be handy if you could just support us and get as many people to watch as possible so that you can make all of our dreams come true. But until next week, well, no, not next week, because we're going to do the juice bar straight after. So that'll be more kind of factual FPL based. So make sure you join us for that in a few short minutes. When are we going to start, James? Half past? Yeah. Why not? So come back here in seven minutes time and you can catch all of the fun and games on the juice bar. Um, So yeah. Look forward to seeing you next week. And Ash will be back. Do not worry. Normal service will be resumed.